There's something so indescribably sexy about you standing in the middle of a crowd. Uh, this is going to hurt you a lot more than it will me, I'm happy to say. Mornings are about to get nasty. It's the Mizzy Bender Show. Okay, looks like we are live and going. So, good morning. To everyone, it's Thursday, and you're watching the Mizzy Bender Show. Uh, nope, that's not true. It's Mornings with Mizzy, or maybe you're listening to the Mizzy Bender Show. I still need to sort that out, because clearly it's confusing to me, so it must be confusing for all of you. Uh, as you can see, we are going live from my bedroom this morning. It is a slow go to the day, so I figured, fuck it. Uh, let's hang out in my room. We went out last night to Tobey Beach, and it was such a good night. I was just telling Spencer, I feel like I'm a little bit hungover, and he's like, but you didn't even drink anything, and I didn't hardly. I took a shot of Fireball before we left. I drank a shot of Fireball when we got there, and I didn't even drink one whole Cosmo when we were there. So uh, I don't know if it was just like a combination of the alcohol and smoking and dancing my ass off like a psychopath sweating profusely. Um, that I feel a little bit just tired this morning. I only woke up like a half an hour ago, so that's really late considering. And plus, when we got home last night, we banged like rabbits, and it was fucking amazing. It was one of those nights where, like, you know, you're so sexually charged. I've been talking about it. I feel like I've been super sexually charged since this past weekend. I keep thinking about the potential play dates and, like, all the possibilities that can come in the next, like, couple weeks or whatever, and I feel very excited about it. Not to mention that we're past our crazy time period. Spencer's not working on the backyard anymore, so our intimacy levels has picked up tremendously, and you know, that little like spark and fire that we always have is back. And so our sexual energy has been like running rampant, and last night was no different. I'm gonna be honest, I do really love when we go out and I could be sexy and just do my thing and you know what when people look at me and guys and whatever and I know that they're kind of I'm turning them on some I do like it I'm not gonna lie so it's pretty fun and Spencer and I enjoy uh the bantering back and forth with everybody and so I know he feels the same exact way so it's it's really fun when we go out because there's so much teasing and just so much ridiculousness that goes on that uh yeah so by the time last night came and we were in the car, you know, he, I I mean, for a split second, I couldn't even really blow him in the car because I find that to be really awkward and uncomfortable and, you know, the center console or not console or just, and I'm not going to make myself uncomfortable in the car just to blow you, so sorry, that had to kind of come to an end. But we were just, like, teasing and just having a really great uh, time in the car on the way home. It is, a, it is a rather long drive. It's like an hour. So maybe like the first half an hour or like 20 minutes or so, we were kind of just like bantering back and forth and kind of getting into that sexy vibe. I then took a small nap because I was like, I want to be my best self for when we get home. So that's what happens. And then when we got home, it was just purely incredible. And yes, so here we are this morning. I'm like, fuck it. We're just going to do a chill Thursday morning until I fucking pull myself together here. So that's where we're at. Welcome to my bedroom if you're just tuning in. And let's take a take a little peek here. Good morning, Bobby Joe. Good morning, Sean. Come on. Good morning, Lacey Johnny. Oh my gosh, there's so many of you already. And for some reason, my Facebook scroll is not working again. So we'll have to kind of just keep up with what's going on here. <clears throat> so today's topic was what I wanted to get into last uh, on Tuesday. However, uh, I was like babbling like a mofo about our event weekend, which I'm not going to hate on that, but. Um, so this topic came from a community member and he really wanted to hear it. I, I give you credit, sir. You found me on every single way that you could have on my public page, my private page, my email, I think Instagram, uh, you really wanted to hear this conversation on cuckolding. I'm not going to lie. I had to do some investigative work also because, you know, as you know, you know, I have small insight to 
little pieces of everything having to do with the lifestyle, right? Like I'm very knowledgeable when it comes to basic foundation of, you know, not all of it, but if you talk to me, like I can have a general conversation, right? But that doesn't mean that there isn't somebody that's more educated than I am. So I appreciate the fact that you bring these topics to the table. So it helps me really learn, dive into something and, you know, really be able to talk about it. So the first thing I did was, of course, take the question and put it into the private group. What does cuckolding mean to you? Now, I think I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but for those of you that are on here, I always thought that cuckolding had to be, um, what is it called when you're being derogatory, when you're like, um, what the heck is that word? I don't know, degrading, that's what the word is. I always thought that the gentleman had to be degraded during one of the, you know, cuck sessions. In actuality, that's not true at all. So for those of you that are on here, I would really love to know what your interpretation is of it. And then I'm gonna pull out some research because I did go online, of course, and I found the true definition from Wikipedia. All right, you know, you can take Wikipedia with a grain of salt, but, um, a lot of people reference it. So I do have that definition. I was really surprised about the history. I had no idea where it like, came from, where it established or anything of the sort. So we'll talk about that. But then I also found this fucking perfect article written in Cosmopolitan magazine out of all the fucking places. I'll tell you, if you ever want to know anything about sex or kink or anything alternative, I would fucking read Cosmopolitan. The few times that I've done research for some of these topics, the best resource of information has come from that magazine. Go figure. Now, this article, I think if I'm remembering correctly, might maybe was written in 2020, but still, it still applies. Uh, it's still on point. It's still very informative. And after I read bits and pieces of it, I will also put it onto the blog with the article link so you can completely you know go back read the entire thing absorb it and completely like really understand the whole uh, concept of what cuckolding is so i'm gonna go to the comments quick do a little check-in see where we're at take a sip of coffee and uh oh good morning holly um okay so sean is also saying i thought so too degrading was part of it learning something new so Michael says, so gorgeous, so early in the morning. Oh, you make me smile. Thank you so much. There's an active stars party going on. I'm not sure what that means, but I have some weird bar on the bottom of my thing. So if you guys feel feel gen generous this morning, send stars over and see what happens so we can see what goes on with this Facebook thing. It's so funny. Oh my gosh, and I am going to share this simply because as you guys are learning, I'm also learning too. Like I feel like we're doing this together. And Jim is like one of like my biggest supporters, right? So one of the shows, maybe like two shows ago, he sent stars. And when we were getting ready for the event set up on Saturday, he goes, oh, how funny is Facebook? They sent me a reminder um, to like not lose my star streak or something like that on Facebook. And I was like, what does that mean? So I guess what happens is if you send stars to me at any point in time, Facebook will send you a reminder to send me more stars. The funny thing about this is though, is that when Jim sends me those stars, it was because Facebook granted them to him for free and he sent them over to me. So Facebook's funny because they're, they're granting free stars, but then they're reminding you to buy more stars to send them over. I thought that that was pretty savvy and bravo to you Facebook for supporting content creators in such a heavy way. Uh, when I learned that, I was like, oh my gosh. Uh, so yeah, so anytime these things come up on the Facebook feed or any, any, any place I really am, I am going to ask you to just engage for it from a learning standpoint uh, because I'm really curious to see how the basic foundation of the platforms work, uh, what the user side is like, and of course what the creator side is like. So for me, it's a huge learning. So for those of you that participate in it, you know, thank you so much. Okay, so to cuckolding we go. I'm going to first go, I'm going to go to Wikipedia, and then I'm going to go to the private group, and I'll talk about some of the comments that were posted in the private group, and then 
we'll go to the Cosmopolitan article. So stay tuned, put any questions that you want in there. I'm gonna scroll down to see if I can catch up with um, here. Okay, so Holly is saying, I always thought it was the husband watched while the partner is being fucked by another and the partner would insult or degrade the husband. Not something I would ever really be interested in that. Oh my gosh, Holly. Okay, so you and I are on the same page. I actually thought that that's what that meant, what this composition was also, but that's not true. And last night, in between some of Spencer and I's, you know, fun, you know, sexy play in the car, we were doing some investigative work because as I started to learn about what cuckolding meant, I was kind of like, okay, I need to really redefine what Spencer and I were uh, or are. Sometimes I honestly thought that it was a hot wife situation, but that's not true either because nine times out of 10, when Spencer and I are in a sexual lifestyle situation, it's just me playing. It were just me, you know, action on me. And so I didn't realize for a hot wife, they have to actually leave the house and go and do it on their own. I thought that it was just kind of like an independent thing in general, but no. So apparently, I guess, then it goes over to the stag and vixen. And so that's the category that Spencer and I fall into. I'm most certain after we were chatting through the definitions of this and then researching what the stag vixen relationship composition really is. I do think, oh, so I'm gonna hold, it says on the bottom of my screen, stars party achieved. Your audience sent 400 stars in five minutes. That's fantastic. It says, say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Facebook. Um, so I do think that the composition of Spencer and I is a stag and vixen because he likes to watch and whatever, but all of these things have very similar tonalities and what the basic thing is. So no, it is not always about the degradation, which blew my mind. <clears throat> okay, oh my God, stop it. On the bottom of the screen, there's like all these like crazy swirly stuff and things going on. Facebook is great. So this just made my morning. Thank you so much for uh, going through that with me. Okay, so Wikipedia says, a cuckold is the husband and of, of an adulterous wife. The wife of an adulterous husband is a cuck queen. In biology, a cuckold is a male who unwillingly, unwittingly invests parental efforts in juveniles who are not genetically his offsprings. A husband who is where, aware of and tolerates his wife's infidelity is sometimes called a whittle or a withold. So at first I was like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize are we talking about they have to be cheating on them? I was like, what is this? I, I can't I can't read this. But in actuality, it goes down into like one of the bottom parts where you can break out into different subjects. And then there's like another one that actually says cuckoldry as a fetish. So I was like, oh, okay, this is really where I need to be. But it originally, the word, the terminology comes from a bird. Something having, I should find where that was, but I was like, oh, okay, so I guess the reason why, there some reason, some sort of behaviors between birds, if this is what it is. And maybe cuckold actually is a fucking bird. I have no idea, <laughs> but I've never associated the two. So that was a super learning for me. So the fetish version on Wikipedia. Unlike the traditional definition of the term, in fetish usage, a cuckold, also known as a cuckolding fetish, is complicit in their partner's sexual infidelity. The wife who enjoys cuckolding her husband is called a cuckoldress. If the man is more submissive, the dominant man engaging with a cuckold partner is called a bull. Okay, so right, this all makes sense. We all know that a single gentleman is a bull. So this is why I'm like, wait a minute, is this our composition? No, this can't be. You know, there's nothing saying anything about degrading or anything in here yet. So like, as I'm reading this, I started to be like, oh my gosh, like, I, I'm not, I'm not being, I, I clearly we're not, I'm not cheating on him, but the foundation of it is, you know, like, and Spencer's not submissive by any means, but in that composition, I was just like, all right, well, like, what's going on here? If a couple can keep the fantasy in the bedroom or come to an agreement where being cuckolded in reality does not damage the relationship, they may try it out in reality. However, the primary proponent of the fantasy is almost always the one being humiliated. Oh, here we go. Uh, or the cuckold. The cuckold convinces his lover to participate in the fantasy for them, 
though other cuckolds may prefer their lover to initiate the situation instead. See, this is why I got confused also, because Spencer really loves when, like, I just go and just, like, start doing my thing. And, you know, of course, like, when we're in an environment where it's all approved and whatever, but Spencer really gets off on when I'm sexually charged and I want to execute some sort of sexual thing. You know, like that situation I was talking to you about this past weekend, uh, on yeah, this past weekend with that gentleman uh, that I was giving the lap dance to and, you know, was just like, I want to bang you. Like, that made Spencer's day. You know, like, the conversation that's been going on between him and I over that, like, I know that he's, like, rip-roaring charged over something. So, you know, so, like, I'm reading some of these things and I'm just like, oh, my God, this fucking conversation, we need to deep dive into the hot, um, like, vixen stag and then, like, hot wife so we can connect back and compare the differences and the similarities so we don't get confused anymore. So... Um, psychology regards cuckold fetishism, fetishism as a variant as, I don't even know how to say the word, that it's mesh, I can't say it, it's M-A-S-O-C-H-I-S-M. I know what the word is, I just can't pronounce it, and I'm sure shit, I'm not going to fucking try and pronounce it on here because I'm going to look like a dumbass. So, the cuckold deriving pleasure from being humiliated in his book, oh wait, no, 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 this is all confusing. Uh, it's talking about a book, so that's not that's not what we want. Okay, so according to this theory, the physical or mental pain from bringing attention away from the self, which would be desirable in times of guilt, anxiety, or insecurity at other times when self-aware is unpleasant. So they're trying to compare the two saying that the humiliation degradation goes to the positive side of it. And if you think about what a kink brings... There are a lot of us that do like to be degraded during sexual situations. Uh, you know, I happen to be one of them. So, you know, there are levels of degradation. People go through variations of, you know, somewhat garbage thrown on them. I just happen to want to be treated like a little whore and, you know, do whatever you want. You know, slap your pepe in my face and make me, I don't know, what the heck. But, you know, there are different levels of it. So as I'm thinking about you know, the cuckold dynamic and what was going on. There was a lot in Wikipedia that left unopened answers for me. And I said, okay, you know what? This wasn't really clear of a definition because like I said, it was talking about birds and, and different things. But the initial part of it kind of gives you an outline and they touched upon the degradation part a little bit. I don't feel like they went into details enough, which is why I found the cosmopolitan thing. But good morning, Mr. Dickinson. Let's go to the comments because going through the comments, I think it's great to hear outside perspectives. And I don't know why my. Oh my God. Do you guys have to do a two step verification process on your Facebook when you log out to it? Because mine always makes me do it. And I got locked out of Facebook the other day for, for quite some time because I couldn't find my phone. <laughs> I couldn't go into Facebook. The technology drives me mad. Alright, so as it's as it's launching back up, I'll get back into the group here. We also have another really great topic coming up. Uh, another community submitted question. I love how people are so honest. Okay, so I have a male's perspective. Personally, I find it to be a huge honor to be viewed as being more masculine by another male and him wanting to live vicariously through me. It's like saying to another guy, hey, I wish I could be you, but instead, I'll live it through a fantasy. Now, does this have to do with, and, and guys, if you're on here, in this situation, is it because you want to see your woman with like someone that has a bigger pepe than you? Is it just that you like the whole sexual energy composition trade-off? What exactly is it? I really should ask Spencer what he, he's, it's hard for him to articulate, I think, like the, like I can say every ounce of like what the feeling is for me. He has a hard time saying it, so I wonder if he would be able to say it to me, but I would love to know like in that instance, like when I was, you know, being my sexy self doing his thing, like what was he thinking? I need to ask him this in the car ride tonight because we have to go and trade out our uh, rental car because he had gotten into a car accident a couple weeks ago, whatever. 
So, another gentleman on here, see, he compared it to the Stag Vixen and Hot Wife also. So, he says we play more Stag Vixen or Hot Wife. Cuckolding usually includes berating the husband. I don't need that form of somebody that I'm sharing my wife with. Now, I have to say, I don't know if you guys follow, but there is this sweet, sexy gal that comments every once in a while her name is Snow. Snow is super educated and open-minded when it comes to the lifestyle itself. So a lot of the time when she posts on the comment threads, I really, 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 first off, I look for her comment first, but then I really take into consideration the things that she's saying because I know, only because I know her personally, I know that she listens to a lot of podcasts, she reads a lot, and she really tries to like enhance her mindset. So I know that a lot of the information that she's coming is, you know, is coming from some source that she pulled out of somewhere that she's going to recommend to me, you know, down the road somewhere. And it's not that I don't value everybody else's comments or anything of the sorts. It's just I know hers are coming from like, you know, real deep investigative work. So I always look for what she has to say. And this is what she said. Baseline. Cuckolding is one-sided open relationship. For cuckolding, the husband doesn't play with others, except sometimes with the bull at the cuckoldress's discretion. And she is allowed to play with whoever she wants, in his presence or alone. With cuckqueening, the husband is the player, and the wife takes on a submissive role. It's a crazy hot mindfuck of a dynamic that is often misunderstood and looked down upon because of the way it is portrayed in porn. We are a stag vixen couple, but I've had the chance to be cuck queens when my husband plays alone. Once you figure out the power dynamic, it is so damn hot. I could talk about this all day. So do you see why I thought that her comment was best because... When I read the Wikipedia thing, I was like, it can't possibly stay here because I don't even understand what the fuck Wikipedia was talking about. So when I started to go back and look at the comments and everything like that, I said, you know what? Everybody is a little bit misunderstood about what it actually is. And when I read her definition of it, I was like, she's so on point when I got to the Cosmopolitan conversation. So I really appreciated what she had to say about that because in recognition, after I started investigating more, This is why I got confused about the hot wife situation and comparing it to a hot wife situation. But then that's when Spencer was like, no, 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 the hot wife has to actually leave the house. So very similar dynamics. She just has to go somewhere else to do it. I don't know, but by the way that Snow is saying it, it almost sounds like the queen can actually leave the house to do it too. So if there's anybody on here that has that kind of play, I would be curious on, on what that is also. But... Matt's saying that he's always seen this from the humiliation side of things, but I guess with some examples of above, his partner is only interested in females, and there are plenty of times where I just sit back and watch her play with her playmates. I never thought that that would fall under this category, but it seems that it very well just might. You see how I get confused? So that's what I thought too, because Spencer sits back a ton and just watches. Um, You know, there are certain scenarios where uh, maybe most of them, I feel like he doesn't really play. It's very rare. I mean, like when we had our single gentleman in the picture, you know, clearly that was like us all together. But as of lately, all of my play has been with females. And, uh, you know, that one couple that I shared about like a couple weeks ago, whatever. But, you know, he, and so it's. For me, I get like kind of conflicted on on what the dynamics are because I, I guess I really just I want to know what's gonna tickle Spencer's fancy one day for him to just turn around and be like, I lust for this, like I just want this, like I want to see him go for something, right? Like last night, for instance, you know, there's a lot of sexy, sexy chicks at um, Tobey Beach. I mean, there's probably, you know, Spencer did the ratio. There's probably, like, four girls to, like, every one guy, which is fantastic, right? And they're all in, like, sexy club wear, beach wear, sort of. So, like, minimal clothing, but, like, very sexy, whatever. So, last night, you know, like, we're walking through the crowd, and he's like, you got to find us some bitches. I was like, that's your department, though. You got to go find them. Yeah, of course, I can go and, you know, find them and everything like that, but... Honestly, 
if there's going to be a point in time where Spencer and I, you know, like, in that, in that situation, like, I just want him to go. I want him to find some chick. Like, I want him to be able to just, like, do his thing. You know, I want to see the interaction. I want to see his enjoyment from it. Like, I want to watch all of that. And that's what I was saying to him last night. I was like, you got to go do that. Like, I'm okay finding men, right? Because... Well, he can't do that. I mean, I guess he could, but our flirtatious ways allows us to kind of just flow with our sexual energy, right? So for me, I can do it in both ways. However, when we're out in public, it's easier for me to know that I can dance up on a man, right? Because not every female is bisexual and not every female wants me to dance up on them. So in that kind of setting, it's a very difficult task for me to try and, you know, Put myself in a position where I would think that the other person is comfortable, right? In my eyes, it's easier for him because he's the man, right? And regular world dynamics would be, you know, the man goes to find the woman. So that's kind of just like how I felt last night. And that's kind of where I was like, you know, you, you got to go find, you got to go find them. So, you know, we don't really play with many people that he finds because they're very limited. So, you know when I think about when I was thinking about what this cuckolding was I was like oh, this can't be where we fit in right because once I heard that there was no degradation I'm thinking about all of our compositions and I'm getting highly confused another reason why fucking labels and buckets are terrible because it's so conflicting to sort out where you fit in I don't know maybe today's cucking today's maybe maybe tomorrow's hot why who the fuck knows what I don't know maybe we're just swingers and we just love all of it so like who fucking cares? But, um, anyways, <laughs> go back to a different thing. So, somebody's saying that they never experienced it and it would not work in their dynamic. Now, if they've never experienced it and it doesn't work in their dynamic, is it because they don't know necessarily what it is? Are we not clear on the definition yet? Because I don't think that we're really clear on the definition yet, in my eyes. The best that we got was with Snow. So, when I went over to Cosmopolitan... Yeah, it was written January 20th of, uh, yeah, January 20th of 2020. Here we go. And I'm probably going to read most of this to you because it articulates it like dynamite. Cuckolding is one of those sex terms that you've probably seen pop up somewhere on the internet, but you might never have known what it actually means. As the world becomes more woke to all kinds of monogamy, poly, and everything in between, People are becoming more and more open about enjoying cuckolding in the bedroom. So here's everything you need to know. Now, I thought that that was a really open-minded thing for two years ago because I do really think that the world has migrated into a lot more of an open mindset. And I do think that you see a lot less monogamy and more of these open lifestyle relationships. Uh, Spencer and I were at dinner the other night at one of the local sushi places and there was a couple in there and they were talking about their open relationship boundaries, dynamics, and rules. And so we kind of had like a little chuckle over it because we can hear that they were kind of like trying to map out all the do's and don'ts of everything. So it was, it was, it was interesting. Um, okay, so cuckolding is essentially a form of consensual non-monogamy where one partner watches their lover having sex with another person. Often, cuckolding involves the observing partner, now known as the cuckold, being present in the room while they watch. They could also observe by being sent messages or photos of what is happening. See, this is where I started to think like this is very similar to a very hot wife kind of scenario, right? Because if she leaves the house, uh, I would imagine that that is part of some of the hot wife thing too, like within, some, not all compositions, but some. So, you know, it kind of got me thinking. Now, how is cuckold different from poly? Cuckolding differs from other forms of consensual non-monogamy as it's all focused on watching what's happening. Other kinds of CNM include poly, where someone has multiple romantic partners, but cuckolding is usually purely sexual rather than romantic. Another kind of CNM is swinging, where couples swap sexual partners. But when it comes to cuckolding, the person observing usually doesn't physically participate in any sexual activity. Which is why I thought that it was very similar to hot wife also, because I don't think that the man participates in a hot wife situation. 
Oh, this is where I found it. Duh, Mizzy. The word cuckold is derived from the cuckoo bird, which lays its eggs in another bird's nest, meaning that the birds go on to raise chicks that aren't their own. Cuckold was first used in medieval times to describe the husband of an unfaithful wife who was unaware of his wife's infidelity, would raise children that clearly wasn't his own with the cuckoo birds. <laughs> is that not funny? <laughs> The modern-day usage of the word cuckolding as a fetish differs from its origins as the cuckold is aware of and is consenting to their partner sleeping with another person. Consent. Consent is key. Let's just make sure that we heard the word in this conversation. While the origins of the term describe cuckolding as a husband watching his wife with another man, cuckolding can be done in any way you want, whether it's a female partner watching their male partner with another woman or another man, or whether everybody involved is a male or female of any gender. So I didn't actually realize that you can swap the terminology to be, I'm like, I thought it was just a man that could be it. Like, can a man be a hot wife? You could just go hardcore. Spencer's trying to be polite and not creak the door, but I think that that makes it so much worse. He's also slow to go to work today also. Yeah, it's getting later and later as time goes on. I think that they'll see it when you walk through the door. At what time you walk through the door at work. I don't think we need to keep it a secret. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, my Lord. Okay, he's going to say goodbye. You got to say hi. Bye. Good morning, America. Okay, okay. I love you. You guys love you. Be careful, okay? Okay. Various reasons why people enjoy cuckolding. Why? Why would we? Well, I'm going to say, like, I don't know why I enjoy all these different sexual things. I don't know why I like the degradation. I don't know why I like that more intense thing. I don't know why I like these things. There's just something inside of me that makes me tingle when it happens. And I don't even know what all the things are until they start to tingle. And then I'm like, oh, okay, we can do something like this. You know, so a lot of times when Spencer and I are participating in some sort of sexual situation with me with another partner, the chemistry between he and I is insanely intense. Like, even though we're not really doing anything, our eye contact, like he can tell by my gestures, like all these different things, like he does some of these facial expressions and different things or like there are words that he says in the middle of like play sessions that just drive me wild and I know that there are certain compositions that will make that happen and so maybe those are the things that I earn for and like really seek and and, and you know I don't I don't really know but the various reasons why people might enjoy cuckolding as a fetish or a form of consensual non-monogamy some people introduce cuckolding as a way of combating boredom or repetitious in a relationship <clears throat> and find that sexual variety actually strengthens their relationship with their partner, especially as they're able to learn more about what their partner enjoys. For others, the jealousy they feel from watching their partner with another person adds an exciting element to their relationship and can add a new dimension to their sex life. Now it's true, not that it's boredom, but you have to admit, adding in all of these like extra things that we do, it really is exciting. And if it's done right, I do believe strengthens the relationship tremendously, right? Because, listen, the way that Spencer and I interact and just the conversations he and I can have about me being with another man or him being with another woman in such a comfortable format in a way that turns us on greatly, um... I mean, that's like a really freeing, beautiful thing, right? That in itself turns me on. That in itself brings me so much sexual sexual energy, right? Like, I was telling, last night we went to, when we were at the beach, I have this lifelong friend. It's so funny, like, he said that we met in 1995, probably so, like junior high school. And uh, he somehow... I don't know, some, like, every now and then through life, like, we, we run into each other or whatever. And I was just telling him last night, I was like, I honestly, well, he was recapping some of my history with me and some of the things that he knows and was like, I just know you were just not in good places and this, that, and the other thing. And I said, you know what? I live the most best free life now. It's absolutely amazing. And when I start to think about some of these sexual compositions, 
it makes me even so much more happy because when I look at what my marriage was and the lack of sexual relationships that went on and, and sexual energy and I mean any kind of sexuality at all, I can't even tell you like honestly if you don't have sex in your marriage and you're missing that, you probably shouldn't be in the marriage because being in a relationship where there's so much just deliciousness, it shows you a whole new world of living. Uh, and that's what I realized from the conversation last night and what I was trying to explain to him of like, I'm in the best place that I've ever been. And it's not just sexually, but sort of is because as the statement said, I feel like your bond strengthens so much with your relationship, right? So the more that Spencer and I, Spencer and I have the is, uh, intense moments or conversations and stuff it really does make me feel like we've bonded on such a level because it's like oh my gosh uh, for us to be able to have this much trust and excitement between the two of us it, it's kind of exhilarating right and I never thought that I would ever have that in a relationship certainly not around sex either so really interesting furthermore bring up another subject before I get into the jealousy and stuff that it brings up in here. We were with the couple last night, you know, the ongoing couple that I've been trying to like educate through the lifestyle and their newly things. Now, I don't know if it's me or what, or if I'm misinterpreting things. I do feel like sexual energy is starting to like charge up. Last night, she was like all into female, like one-on-one -on -one grinding and all this stuff and I was like oh, okay like I'm not sure what's going on here but she seems to like really be opening up her her mindset and as the weeks go on he's definitely a lot more comfortable uh with my with me you know you can tell like we're very casual and and whatever and I'm not gonna lie last night I considered I was like well you know like if they were gonna have like some sort of lifestyle situation for the first time I definitely would would engage in this. This is what I'm thinking last night, right? Now, I have no idea that that's where they're at. And like I said, it could have never happened because, you know, their relationship's all fucked up right now, which is why we're, you know, kind of trying to sort things out with them. But we are supposed to be going to their house on Sunday afternoon for a barbecue. So I'm really curious as to where this is all going to go. I'm really curious to see what it's like on a one-on-one -on -one situation not in a bar setting not in this like crazy thing like are they going to be bold are they going to ask us questions like are they like because you know like if we're going to be like an hour into it and nobody's saying anything i'm certainly starting fucking conversation up of like okay where are you guys at what do you guys think like what's the deal because this is an uncomfortable place for me to be at uncomfortable for the simple fact of i don't understand what their fucking dynamics are. I don't, I feel like I was thrown into like this composition of, of weirdness that I just feel unsettled over, right? So I want to know, like, are you guys looking to explore the lifestyle or are you just looking to be in a sexy environment? Are you inquisitive because you're just curious about our lives or you're inquisitive because you're looking to explore it yourselves? Like, I need to have a little bit more of a settled understanding of what's happening here because I don't like... I don't want there to be anything misinterpreted. I don't want to be in a situation like, like I was saying how last night she was a little bit more open. Like I never approached her. I would always let her come to me because I'm just not gonna, since I'm unsettled and I don't understand like what, what is happening here. I just am not, I'm not putting myself in a position where it could be misinterpreted that I'm trying to do something. You know what I mean? So I'm curious to see how Sunday's going to go. Tuesday's show should be pretty interesting, right? Because we'll have like the weekends and then this whole weird Sunday thing. So we'll see. It's not going to be weird. It's going to be fun. But I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> it's just silly. So, okay, back to the last part of cuckolding. So it says cuckolding may trigger sexual jealousy. And I could totally understand that, right? Um, the thought of their cuckold, the cuckold's partner being with someone else may be quite arousing. And it is really, really arousing thinking about Spencer being with somebody else. Like, it shit tickles my little JJ like so much. Cuckold is a great way of strengthening communication in a relationship as it requires honesty from both partners about what they enjoy, what they don't, and what their boundaries are if they do feel jealous or uncomfortable. 
Couples who have tried cuckolding often report that it strengthens the bond between them as they're able to trust each other and talk openly about their desires. You know, I think that that's the most important thing about everything that we talk about here. It is about opening your comfortability levels with your partner. And this is probably going back to a couple shows ago, many shows ago now, about when we started to talk through the ethical slut and understanding you personally, what you want from this alternative lifestyle. What do you think that you need to sexually fulfill you? And once you understand that, communicating it to your partner. When you get to the point that you're able to communicate it with your partner, I feel like you've now hit a level of trust, right? Because you now have the confidence to say it out loud. You now have the confidence and to own your feelings. And that's a very powerful moment. Whether it's because you're actually sharing it with your partner or you're saying it out loud because your own your own sexy self. You know, like for me, it took a really long time for me to get to the point where I honestly didn't give a fuck about what I said. Even yesterday, um, I contemplated for a split second, but I didn't. On my TikTok, I have, and all my social media, I have my family. It's really like uh, my brother and my sister and my brother-in-law. On TikTok, it's my brother and my brother-in-law. And I put a little like blurb up from this morning show. And it was talking about, um, it was talking about the lap dance thing that I, I was going. I was, I was sh- sharing about or whatever. So I, I, for a second, I was like, oh my gosh, you know, am I going to put this up on, on my TikTok for them to see it? But I was like, what the fuck ever? What am I going to do? You know, like it every, every day becomes a little bit more freeing and that becomes a very powerful thing, right? For us to be able to own what it is that we want and live unapologetically and honestly not give a flying fuck, uh, is great. Right. And so as these moments go on between Spencer and I's relationship, they are really powerful moments for my own self. Example, like I feel like, funny, I feel like I'm coming into my swingers prime right now. Uh, you know I, all, I keep myself so far reserved and everything, but I've been thinking about that a lot too. I think that um, I have had so much going on from a business standpoint, uh, really thinking through I mean, so much shit. I've had so much going on for the past two years trying to build what I'm doing that I don't think that I necessarily allowed my mindset to be so open to all the sexual stuff too and definitely kept my boundaries so tight. I think I kept them so tight because I couldn't think about everything. So now that I'm at a point where I feel like I'm a little bit more established with my business and things are kind of just functioning and, you know, of course you got to do your work, but... I'm not in that build mode. So I have more of a moment to take a step back and really think about my wants and needs. And I do really recognize that I have been missing so many compositions, um, you know, from a sexual standpoint. I really do want a single guy. I really would love to have an ongoing gentleman that was around us or close to us for that matter that we could just like plan something with. I enjoy that dynamic heavily and I am missing that greatly and I realized it at the Hamptons party when I had the opportunity to you know have some soft play with that couple whatever the energy is that the Pepe brings I don't know I love it in my mouth so for me I'm like I want more of them and a lot of them and I love listening to Spencer and his thoughts and all sorts of different things and so Yeah, in that moment, I realized, like, I need more, and I need to figure this out some. But Spencer's a little bit more reserved. And so through our conversations this past weekend and, you know, really thinking about what this composition could be with, you know, this person of his, um, I do think that, you know, banging all of his friends might be the option because he's comfortable with it. He'd rather that. So now I'm like, all right, where's the friends list and who's comfortable with it, with this, this situation here? This is where my brain has been out for the past couple of days because I really want to try and figure out what the compositions that are going to be really great for us in the most enjoyable way, right? Since we're both super organic, we do need those humans that we're very comfortable with that it's like 
an open thing at any point in time, right? And so that's hard to find. Not that I'm on a mission, but I'm more open-minded to it. So when I'm at the gym and I'm on the treadmill, these are the thoughts that are going through my brain. How is Mizzy going to find more Pepe? (laughs) And this is my mission. So, you know, I don't know why I got onto this subject because we were talking about the cuckolding, but maybe, oh, I know, because it's talking about our sexual desires and getting to the point of feeling super connected with your partner and feeling confident enough you know, to say these things out loud. And over the past couple of weeks, I've become much more boisterous and comfortable in saying my wants and needs out loud. Uh, Even with the females, you know, like I've been a little bit more direct and and straightforward with that too. Because like enough is enough. Come on. There are situations where um, I don't have to be so guarded, right? I mean, I can let my guard down a little bit. So I'm trying to work on that too. One of the things that I realize is like I definitely am still fucked up in so many ways. A lot of different, a lot of different things. Uh, I can't allow what happened initially in the lifestyle for me to dictate the rest of my lifestyle experience because if I do that, I'm never going to be able to fulfill everything that it is that I'm looking for. So I have to really move past uh, the world being against me and thinking that that it, I'm fighting everybody and know that I have like a good foundation behind me. And so I'm working on that as of now, kind of trying to get through, you know, those ill feelings and trying to put them to rest. And there are a lot of people, uh, around me in the community that have been part of it that, that do still try and work through it with me because they know that the, the struggle is there. I've just recently recognized that I can't let that hold me captive forever because that's not fair. I'm putting the power somewhere where it doesn't deserve to be. And in the end, I'm kind of just, you know, putting myself in a ridiculous situation. That doesn't mean that I'm going to go out and bang everybody. Like, I feel, I still feel very much how I feel. I'm just saying like, I don't think that I need to feel that intense boundary wall that I put up. I think that some maybe might understand what I'm saying. Like you could have boundaries and you can have rules and all these different things. It's another thing when you intensely feel it inside, right? It's like this like PTSD thing that comes up and all of a sudden I get this, this, this wave of, oh my God, I don't want to be in this situation type of deal. And I don't want there, you know what I mean? So like that kind of goes through my brain I have to let that go. That part of it can't control me anymore. And for whatever the reason, I've only really recognized as of lately that that has been what the ultimate case has been. So I'm trying to work through that. So maybe we'll have some conversation uh, over the next coming weeks on on releasing some of these different things. But, you know, for me, I'm really going to try and open up my mind and release that sexual demon that's inside because she's ready to come out and... Uh, I'm taking applications, folks. <laughs> I'm sure Spencer is too. <laughs> what a silly show this morning. So listen, I'm not super educated on the cuckold thing. So we had to bring in different sources. Wikipedia, meh, not the greatest. The Cosmopolitan really made me feel so much better about it. Uh, I did learn it's not really about degrading. And it's really, I don't know exactly what. Just, uh, you know, him watching. And, um... From this particular subject, someone else reached out to me. Um, It seems as if many of you gentlemen, and I want to make this very clear, many of you gentlemen suffer with this, and it's the erectile dysfunction. Now, this gentleman was sharing with me that he was super interested in learning about the cuckold conversation and the composition of it because... Through his journey in life, he has had diabetes, which has, I guess, I guess the diabetes impacts erections. And so he has had, you know, all different kinds of enhancement pills and stuff like that. Now he's getting to the point where the enhancement pills are not working. So he has, he had asked me to do a show on somebody that's been in the lifestyle with their partner forever that is no longer able to participate in the lifestyle because he can't sexually engage. He is trying to understand how he can safely navigate still participating in the lifestyle with all the different options that can be brought to the table that would still allow him to please others and him still find 
a sexual pleasure also. So I thought that that was a really great lead into what the next show is going to be because so many other males suffer with the erectile dysfunction that I think that you think that you're alone and you're not. I want you to hear me. You're not alone in that. There are so many of you that have this issue so you can't feel bad about yourself. You can't feel insecure. You can't feel like you are not, you know, bringing something to the table because that is not the case at all. And I just want you to hear those words. So on Thursday, uh, on Tuesday, we're going to get into the conversation of the erectile dysfunction again and some of those things that you can bring to the table from a sexual standpoint that will help you feel still engaged, not disconnected, and still feel like you are bringing value and not feeling insecure with your own self. To me, this is going to be a very important show because we talk a lot about females and how we're insecure with our bodies and the different things that go on. I think this is a really, really good, clear message that it's all of us that suffer in some sort of way and we're not alone in the things that we're suffering with. And so for that, if you do have any suggestions on what this gentleman can do to enhance his sexual uh, energies, you know, there have been suggestions of different kinds of BDSM, uh, the hot wife, the cuck holding. Uh, there's many variations of it. So on Tuesday, we're going to get into it. Don't forget, if you are a contributor of the show for the entire month of August, your name is going into the bucket. I have written out all the names thus far that have contributed to the morning show. And at the end of the month, on the last day of the month, we will pull the winner. And they're going to win one of the Traveling Mizzy Cups. The original design plays well with others. Hot, cold tumbler. Um, and it's an orange pineapple, upside down. If you have a topic for the show, email me at mizzybender.outlook.com. I appreciate you hanging out with me in my hungover state on this Thursday morning. I love our time together. I love that we could do the show anywhere. Uh, truly, you guys are really making my world such a better place. And I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. So many kisses. Until next time, you guys, I'll talk to you super soon.